That's right, Chuck. Hello there, Assemble. Ninety-nine nerds, we are here for episode thirty. Full house again with David, Shantacular, and oh wait, hold on, and A Town Austin. We are here today to catch up on some information that we have been talking about kind of week by week, trying to figure out what the heck is going on with the DC Cinematic Universe. And we finally have answers. Oh, yeah, that was this week they put out a video, didn't they? They sure did. James Gunn. Gunder, son of a Gunderson. Got in front of the camera and told us what the plan is. So David is here to break down what the heck is going on with the DC universe. So first, Dave, before you begin, I described it as they are nuking from orbit. The DC cinematic universe. Is that still true? Yeah. So basically we had our hearts shattered when they came out and said, Henry Cavill will not be returning and forget everything you know about black Adam. Forget everything you know about uh, wonder woman and Aquaman and whatever, which we'll get into maybe. Um, but yeah, they broke our hearts, but a little bit of time has passed. Our hearts have mended and we're ready to get hurt again. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Jameson Gunnathan has dropped his DC slate. Jameson Gunnathan is a great name. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna so- steal sounds that like a from Gungan. my son. Sounds like a dog name. Um, yeah, he's got a plan, and that's really all we really have been asking for. It's like, is there even a plan? Because there never seemed like there was one. But Jameson has come on the scene, and this dude's got a plan. And I think it's cool. He, uh, you know, after like looking at all these. Um, interviews he's done and all the different projects he's talked about he really seems like he's a man of the people that's yeah. right he is one of us for sure he just wants a dc universe that's well thought out and put together yeah yeah so he has come up with a plan and the, he has released it um it is going to span over eight to ten years oh my gosh see that's what i'm talking about because that's how marvel does stuff they're planning movies for my son to see when he graduates from college. Right. Um, he's actually come out and said his DC universe um, is more in depth than Kevin Feige's initial Marvel universe. Oh my god! I think that's accurate. Yeah. So it's he, a bold statement, Cotton. He mm. knows what we've been through. He knows the world wants a well put together universe. Um, he's even going so far to create. Uh, movies. Maybe if he's really successful with this universe, he can get started on the real one. Mm. It could use some help. Yeah. Pluto's just chilling out there. No friends. Is it a planet? Is it not? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about like Mickey Mouse Clubhouse or something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> James Gunn, tell me, is Pluto a planet? We need Goofy's backstory. Um, <laughs> no, he, uh, James Gunn has come out and said he is going as far as to create movies, TV shows, uh, comics, uh, video games. Oh, heck yeah. Animated shows. And he said all of these will tie together beautifully. If someone is going to play um, an animated voice, that person will show up in real life as that person if it's portrayed in real life. Yeah, same, same actor throughout consistently. If mm. there's a video game about Superman, it will be the Superman actor voicing him. He said he is going to be consistent throughout every type of media. He's going to be consistent except for the projects that are already in works. Oh no. That are successful. So yes, he's calling this the Elseworlds mm-hmm. um, which is your Matt Reeves Batman He's fully behind oh, it. Oh, that's what that's what he was saying. Elseworlds is yeah, yeah, non-canon DC stuff. Yes. Okay. Um. So yeah, your Elseworlds. You've got like so my fanfics are still protected. Yes. Good. Absolutely. He said Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. Yeah. So you got the Joker movies. We've got another movie coming out with Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. Yeah, that's the jo- that's, she, that's Joker. Yeah. With with Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga yeah. will be Harley Quinn. Yeah. Dude, where have I been? Yeah, I heard this today. So I'm not gonna act like I knew that. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's got um, 
so the Joker is an Elseworld. We've got Matt Reeves' Batman is an Elseworld. There's a show out right now that I just found out about today. Batman and Lois. Or, sorry. Superman and Lois. Oh, wait. Mm, yeah. Superman and Lois. It's a show. It's yeah. a show. I don't remember that in the video he put out. Did he? That's an Elseworld. I think oh, that was... A, yes, okay. that's what I'm talking about. That's a spinoff from Supergirl, which was a spinoff from Flash, which was so, a spinoff from Green Arrow. The Arrowverse yeah. is another Elseworld. Yeah. Um... So he respects them. He's letting them do their thing. Um, but he has come out with his own slate of things. And it is all about the respect. Chapter game one. Respect game. Chapter one is going to be laid out, um, like I said, eight to ten years of stuff. Um, it's actually going to be two chapters, eight to ten years. But he's only come out and told us a little bit of chapter one, what's coming. So not phase one. It's chapter, chapter one. one. Oh, so he is setting it apart. Jameson, you dog. Gunderson. <laughs> <laughs> he's titling chapter one, Gods and Monsters. Sure. So it's a polytheistic chapter. Mm. Mm. Yes. Quite. Very good. Mm, yes, quite. Well, not, but yeah, sure. And he has come out and blatantly said... That this is not going to be another Snyder verse. This is not going to be a gun verse. Oh, man. He said he's going to bring in directors, uh, writers, and he wants their flavor to be tasted. He doesn't want it to oh. be James Gunn movie. It's, the same theme. It's a weird way of putting it. Right. It's the right way to say it, but it's a weird way of putting it. I didn't it. like James it. Gunn wants you to go to Flavortown, which reminds me, he looks like Guy Ferrari. Yeah. His hair is like a, a little bit like a white fire. A white fire. That's white fire Gunderson. That's what they call him. Dude. It's not the gun verse, but there will be guns. Am I right? Yeah. I hope so. With the gun movie. Um, so like I said, it's not going to be the gun verse. It's not going to be one tone throughout where... In the Marvel Universe, there is, like, one theme, one tone throughout all the movies. There is, but they do give each director a decent amount of freedom. Think about Taika Waititi, Tutu yeah. Wakaka. He really put his own spin on his own movies. And then um, the guy who did Black Panther, you know, they kind of let him. It, Ryan Coogler. Coogler. It, we've almost talked about, like, they stick to that 80%, 20% thing where, like, 80%, you got to stick to the storyline. But they get... Sure. I feel, and this this number twenty percent. And is, to be fair, it's worked. It has totally worked. Um, the twenty percent number that I just said is completely arbitrary, and I made it up. Good, but I feel like it's pretty accurate. Twenty percent, they give freedom to do, even if it requires constraining the directors at times in sure. their visions. They they have a very sh fine wedge they're trying to make sure everything fits into. I feel like consistently. The, I feel like the directors handed a list of like these are the things. It's a 10 page list of these are the things you have to do in this movie okay. for the greater good of the MCU. This is our plan for this movie. And then they they leave them. What would that be like another one and a half pages blank of like you can fill in the rest. But these have to happen. Sure. And that's all probably coming down from Feige and company. He just treats these directors like they're third graders. <laughs> you got to sometimes keep them in line. <laughs> yeah. You know what that's like as a business owner. Um, <clears throat> so they're planning to do two movies a year and two TV shows a year. Okay. All these shows are going to premiere on HBO Max. See, I don't have HBO Max. All these shows. The shows. Okay. And the movies will end up hitting it too. Sure. What is HBO Max's password sharing? Oh my God. Noah, let's get him on <laughs> and have him spread the word to all of our 99 nerd followers. Uh, so um, I sent a meme to Noah about how I've got Disney Plus from my brother Zach. I have Netflix from my brother Zach. I have Apple Plus from my mom. And then I have Prime Video. And then I now have HBO Max through Noah. W. All I'm missing is Hulu. And I, I sent him a meme of like the Thanos gauntlet, like <laughs> one left. <laughs> Hulu. I love it. I Which, actually have Hulu through Disney Plus, but it's not like like the majority of the shows and stuff that it's on there. I have to watch commercials through. So uh, HBO Max is kind of the is the Warner Brothers home base then, right? Yes. Here's so. Does that mean they also are in control of the does Warner Brothers also control comics? Because I've never thought about Disney running uh, the Marvel comics. That's a great question, Sean. Uh, honestly, I don't think so. Like, I ain't going to go pick up a comic and read a book. 
to right. learn more about the movies. You know what I'm saying? Word. So he, well, one thing James Gunn is doing is for all these new uh, material coming, his source material is the comics. Okay. Like he is taking that and not necessarily carbon copying it, but right. he's using it. From what I from what I was reading, yeah, he was gonna almost have that twenty percent freedom where he's using it as a template, but that doesn't mean you can read the comic and know exactly what's gonna happen in the movie. Right. Um. Oh, one other else world. So thing not connected to guns thing. Right. Um. J.J. Abrams is going to be directing a movie about a black Superman. Is he really? That is still happening. Wow. Okay. Michael B. Jordan, step right up. (laughs) That'd be pretty cool. Um, It's always Michael B. It could be uh, Idris Elba. Oh, heck, I would support that. He was fun in the Suicide Squad. I finally watched that for the first time not too long ago. That was on our top 50 superheroes list. If you didn't watch that episode. I thought it was really fun. Definitely tune into that episode. We had a blast doing that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that that movie made the cut, and I heard I heard it was good. It's uh, it's violent. Oh, never mind. Okay, I'm, I'm a little boy. Well, good. I'm a young little boy who can't watch myself. Now, is this Dave? This is a comic you said, or is it an animated movie? Or is it no I, live action? It's live action, a real movie. J.J. Abrams is directing. Was there a date set for that? No. So yeah. there's a another Superman J.J. Abrams movie. There's going to be a Superman and Lois animated show. But no, both of those no, that's no, no, a real no, no, life no. show. That is a real life show happening right now. Oh, man. It's in like season two or if something. You and saw, then there's going to be a Superman legacy movie. Yes. Yeah. This is already feeling a little discombobulated. Uh, you're not wrong. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like, I mean, it's the same thing with Flash. Flash had the TV show established, but it's it's CD. CD CW. CW quality. Yeah. Uh, production, so I, you know, they're trying to clean it up a bit. I what is DC? What is a, what does CW stand for? Cartoon. Wizardry. Well, because we talked about DC stands for doesn't count. So what does CW? <laughs> can't can't win. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Um, so Gun has come out and said these movies, TV shows are going to be all sorts of ratings. It's not going to stick to one. They, mm. It's going to be family friendly. There's a horror movie. Hopefully, there will be a few G-rated ones. From I me. mean, that's what Marvel has become. You know, as soon as they well, dip their toe into the Deadpool zone. See, but that's the thing. They didn't make those movies. Logan and yeah. Deadpool. That was you're something true. else. You're They're true. Bringing them in. But you're not false. Um, but there is some news that I have for you. Bring that it. James Gunn has come out and said, Ben Affleck will be back. Um, What? That's not true. As a director. Good. Oh, my God. Not Batman. This is good. <laughs> so he's not going to be Batman, but they're going to bring him into... Work okay. on a project. I'll let him. So, uh, I'll let him sit in a chair for a little bit. Sure. Not a long time though. Um, he directed Argo. Uh, you know, I'm gonna say what I think I've said more than anything else in the history of the show. Okay. I've heard nothing but good things about Argo. I've never seen it. Me neither. Okay. <laughs> Isn't that the like little lizard animated? Show oh wait movie? a second! No, I, it's not. It's... I did see Argo. Wait. But I think I only well, saw seventy percent of it. Okay, it's a movie based off a real life event. Yeah, it's like a journalist gets like stuck in a war zone. I think that happens sometimes. Anyway, keep moving, David. Okay, so uh, Shazam is still part of this. Uh, the new Shazam movie coming out. Yeah, Shazam still part of it. He said Shazam's always kind of been his own thing, so he can right. still connect it. Right. Um, and then Aquaman will be part of it. The new Aquaman movie. Um, oh no, that means Jason Momoa's got to still play him. So yes, there is oh, no. some rumors about him. I'd be bummed about that if I were Jason. Jason Momoa met with James Gunn, and he didn't spoil anything, but he was real excited about something. Right. He hopped on Instagram and said, like, I am so excited for what's coming. Right. And a lot of rumors he was going to become Lobo, because that was his favorite. And... Uh, it's kind of like, how can he play two people at once? Aquaman versus Lobo. Right, right. James Gunn has come out and said, uh, we are not going to have the same actor play two things. Mm-hmm. What? But he at didn't say time. Yes, oh my at the same God. time. Aquaman Gosh. dies. Which <laughs> leads me to think Aquaman dies. And but he gets reincarnated as Lobo. Do you think that perhaps a black female character in the DC will trap Aquaman in her ship? And dehydrate him to the point where he dies. Like our favorite Black Panther did to Namor in the MCU. Water. Water. 
<laughs> I think that would be something to talk about. <laughs> um, so Jason Momoa made the cut. What about Gal Gadot? So, yes, that is a maybe. She might be. We'll see. Oh, You're, a maybe. And why is that, David? That's, uh, that's one of the most confident things an actor could probably hear. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Um Later on, that's one of the things coming out. Let's let's start off with what are they starting with in this whole new world? So this brave new world. Yeah. So Aquaman, it uh, Shazam. You said Shazam, and then Aquaman, and then Flash is coming out. Flashpoint. We've talked about this. We have James Gunn has come out and said this is going to be the best superhero movie of all time. It's too bad it stars Um, Ezra Miller. Yeah, it is too bad. And they're sticking with him. They asked, you know, what's going on with him, and they're like, he's in rehab, and we trust that and he will be okay. Love his flash. Hey, man, just take him to the Jordan, get him baptized. Everything can be forgiven. Mm-hmm. He needs to be made new. Um, I need to see the Snyderverse cut. What if not only is Flash movie about like a reset for the DC, mm-hmm. but it's a reset for him? Well, yeah, I mean that's actually. Like he said, that it'll be a reset for the DC, which obviously means Flash is going to travel in the multiverse, mess a bunch of stuff up, and then come back. And it's like, where's Henry Cavill? Where's Ben Affleck? Oh, this is a new DC. That's what's going to happen. I hope so. Yes. Because that's exactly what they do in the Flash show. When things get too messy, he just goes back in time and resets everything. Super convenient. And it's like, wow, we went through three seasons of this storyline, and now you're just restarting it. I feel like I wasted three seasons of watching your show. You did. I sure did. (laughs) So to put it in perspective, the Flash, he came out and straight up said, this will be the reset of the DCU. Right. Um, Which means this is the Flashpoint storyline. Basically, what happens is the Flash becomes the Flash. Um, His main origin story is that his mom dies. Okay. And then throughout his life, he is becoming the Flash. He's learning his powers. And then he comes to realize that he can run so fast he can go back in time. Right. So he comes to a point where he's like, I can literally run back in time. I need, I want to save my mom from dying. Right. So it's kind of like Jenga, where you play a game of Jenga with your friends and, you know, the, the bottom piece is pulled out and then you guys play the rest of the mat, the blocks or whatever. And one of the last turns you're like, Oh, I'm going to pull that block at the bottom. Mm. And then you pull it and then everything above it, everything that started from that bottom block is ruined and crushed and you have to start over. Right. So it's kind of like that concept where he went all the way back, saved his mom. And now the tower of blocks has crumbled and there are different universes now and different because of the decision he made so that's what i think they're going to do it's going to create uh many different it's all coming together it actually all falls apart and that's why he needs to go back back and then he ends up traveling to a parallel dimension and then he faces off against reverse flash which i'm interested to see how they handle that character um because he's like the main Villain. What's Reverse Flash's power? Uh, he is Flash, but Reverse. He runs backwards. Hey, don't run from the Lord. No, actually, his suit is just color swapped. So Flash is okay. red with a yellow lightning bolt. His oh yeah, and he's yeah yellow. yellow with a red lightning bolt. Okay, and um, it's never been done before. Spoiler alert: He's the one that killed Barry's mom, Barry Allen. Like on purpose or double purpose. Dang. Like big time on purpose. Like it was an accident at first, but he went back in time and did it on purpose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, but that is a very, very, very good storyline. And I actually, I'm not pumped about Ezra Miller being Flash, but I am pumped about seeing that movie. So keep going, David. What else are they doing? So the first thing they announced um, is going to be a animated show called Creature Commandos. It's going to be a seven episode animated series written by James Gunn himself. Basically, it's a series about like these monsters who um, fight like it's like a historical context, mm-hmm. kind of like Captain America, Wonder Woman. They like fight Nazis, like gotcha. Nazi Germany type stuff. Um, so it's an animated show. Bunch of uh, kind of misfit monsters that were together. I, I thought I saw in the uh, screenshot the weasel. Yes, who's in the Suicide Squad. Yes. What I'm what I'm excited about with that is 
some of Marvel's best content is their what if series and the animated series. And I think that this is kind of, it sounds like kind of like an obscure storyline, but for James Gunn to lead off with this, like this is his first project of his first chapter. Um, I think it's probably going to be really good. That's my prediction. Yeah, I agree. John, yes. Uh, but from there, they announced there's going to be a Waller show, Amanda Waller. See, now that I'm not interested in. Uh, me neither. <laughs> I like Amanda Waller. Well, let me put it like this. I don't, I could not um, in, like the character in Suicide Squad. Mm. I didn't like the character at all in her it, very brief phoned in cameo for Black Adam. Right. She is a little bit more interesting and fun in The Suicide Squad. Okay. So I will at least acknowledge that. Because in Suicide Squad, the first, she is just like needlessly ruthless. And it just kind of is like, it subtracts from the story because you can't enjoy the scene she's in. She's just like overwhelmingly bad yeah. and mean. But in uh, The Suicide Squad... It's kind of an ironic meanness, like she's ironically cruel and the people she works with now have character mm. and they kind of like bounce off of her negativity in fun ways. Fair enough. Yeah, so her show is going to be a spinoff of the Peacemaker show. Uh, oh, is that with, still happening, by the way? John Cena. So season one happened. The, the Waller show is in between season one and two of Peacemaker. Oh, so it's like your Punisher. Yes. Which is better than any of this, but oh, man. <laughs> shots fired. Uh, but from there, we got our knockout punch. Um, those were little jabs to the stomach that anybody could take, but this one, this one's gonna knock you out. Knock me out. Take a punch. To the Superman stomach. Legacy. Soups. This is James Gunn's take on Superman. It is not going to be Henry Cavill or Cavale, however you want to say it. Um, and this is not going to be an origin story. It's going to be a younger Clark. And it's basically going to be his Kryptonian heritage uh, balanced with his human upbringing. Mm. And he's just a symbol of hope. And they really harped on this uh, theme of how he's the most optimistic, kind person. Mm. Um, so that's really what they want to show through this new Superman. Maybe they're trying to undo what uh, Zack Snyder did with uh, Henry snapping Zod's neck. You know, yes. they're trying to really get the point across that their Superman is not a murderer. Someone had to go. Someone, Someone had, had to die. Zod had to die. Apparently. Well, it, you said it's not. It's not an origin story, though. So right. is it like just? It's like just past. An origin story? Yes. I was reading up on this one a little bit because this is obviously what everybody's excited about. So James Gunn is writing and directing this one. See, now I'm... St Full how many control. things is he writing, though? Now, that's the only thing I'm starting to wonder a little bit. If he if he's, like, trying to be involved in all of the writing, that's... I don't think so. He's a lot. He's probably just picking the ones that he's most... Uh, all the good ones he takes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, he's taking the biggest slice of the cake, for sure. So it says this is a new Clark Kent he's about 25 years old and it says now this is interesting and i'm not sure where this ties into comics uh or like what's out there comic wise that's similar the world is already filled with superheroes slightly older than him i can't remember a storyline where superman comes onto the scene and there's already people running around doing superhero stuff dang right so, that's interesting he That's also did a Twitter poll. Did you see that, David? I didn't. He straight up put a Twitter poll out saying, do you want Superman with or without briefs? What the heck? Like, he's just throwing it. Polls, wait how about <laughs> just giving it to the people. Which do we do? Do we do the briefs or not? Because Henry's Henry Cavale's character did, did not have the briefs. And from the last I checked, I'm pretty sure briefs was winning in a landslide. So we're getting some tidy whiteies on our Superman, except they're red. They're red. Tidy readies. So you better get ready. Well, it's good to know that we're in a place in this world right now where that's the kind of thing you can do a poll on and it's it's fun. It's fun. Yeah. Um so after Superman. Not like, hey, should I make it up to Henry Cavill, yes or no? He should not. There's um, four hundred and ninety three thousand, almost four hundred and ninety four thousand votes, and Trunks looks like it won. 
59% to 41. Oh, then he followed up saying, by the way, this is for fun. We're not going to decide whether Superman <laughs> has trunks or no trunks based on an egregiously non-scientific Twitter poll. You like pain. Dang. Oh, brother, this... <laughs> Thanks a lot, James. Making me look like an idiot. Why would they fake them out? Uh, I'm also seeing a tweet from Matt Reeves. Uh, he he subtweeted something that said the Cape Crusader will return to theaters in two years as the Batman 2 set in October 2025 release date. And Matt Is it Reeves just said, called the Batman 2? Part ba- 2. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, look, man, with all the weird, like, the Batman, Rise of the Batman, like, I, I, I could just get down with one, two, yeah, three. That's yeah. what they're doing. Matt Reeves said, epic crime saga. Yes. Bad emoji, bad emoji, bad emoji. Bat emoji? Yeah. So oh, that people have been uh, arguing on the internet about, he called it a saga. What does a saga mean to you guys? How many Star movies? Wars is Six a saga? Movies, <laughs> three original. It's three yes. prequels. Three, three that are on the second half, and then you go back and you do three prequels of his son. Right. Yeah, and, and then, then don't him. do three sequels. <laughs> yeah, six. No sequels would be his son. His son can't come before him. Well, no, we need originals and prequels. We're on the prequels. Do it at. He is the son. Wait. Who's the son? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is the son? Well, I guess we're diving into yes. Batman now. So, <laughs> What's going to happen with Batman, David? That's there, all that anybody cares about. There's a rumor that it's going to be a trilogy crime saga. So a trilogy. James Gunn's? No, 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 no. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. That sounds, sounds good to trilogy. me. Joke's on them. But, it doesn't matter what they want. It's about how much money it makes. Warner Brothers will squeeze those out as long as they have to. Sean, I gave $13.50 to... Avatar, the way of water. Yeah. So you better believe that I will give $39 at least to Matt Reeves' Batman 2. If the ticket prices stay the way they are. Give me five seconds on Avatar 2, real quick. Avatar 2 was amazing. One of the best movies I've seen of the year. I give it a 9.4 out of 10. You told everyone that I give it a 9. I thought it was a 9. You said (laughs) (laughs) 9.4. Sorry, Dave. Anyway, with that news that we're getting another. Robert Pattinson Batman. We have more news that we are getting a James Gunn Batman. Bring it. Um, new Batman and is going to be centered around the Brave and the Bold series, um, which is all about Batman and his son, Damian Wayne, mm. um, who they don't meet each other until he's like eight or ten years old, something like right. that. Um, Why not? Damian Wayne is the son of Batman. And the son of Talia Al Ghul. Yep. Was she keeping um, him a secret for all that time? She yeah. sure was. So oh, she, that's low, man. She was she raised a villain him, or something? She raised him as an assassin. Oh my gosh. And this the kid. Of shadows. This kid has no chill. He's a violent killing machine. One of our hardcore listeners one time described Damian Wayne as a king kite. And I can't agree more. He is a chotchmiser. He is honestly my least favorite Robin. He's so annoying. But I thought James Gunn said it was his favorite. James Gunn said it was his favorite. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I really do trust James Gunn. I do. Maybe I'm wrong for saying that. Darn it. But if he says Damian Wayne is the the direction they want to take and they want to have that Robin story. Okay, do it. I find I can relate more to a young person whose life has been hard growing up mm. then trained as an assassin spoiled rich uh sure bruce wayne but that's i mean none of the robins were spoiled rich uh, that's right that's all, what i'm saying like the other ones were all like they had a tragedy there were you orphans. could like sympathize with them yeah uh you can't really do that with damian wayne but okay yeah so it's gonna be like a father-son type of movie. Oh my gosh, Austin, you need to see Shang-Chi now. Think of the connections. Oh my gosh. Raised as an assassin ever since he was young. Dave, back me up on this. I gotta watch it again. I don't remember. <laughs> Shang-Chi's on my list, Sean. I mean, we'll get into it after David's done with the list. I I want the listeners to know this, because all they hear me talk about is how things are on my list. 
I am moving through my list right now, and we can talk about that after, but I don't want to interrupt David. I'm He's sorry, Dave. cruising right now. Uh, so, yeah, this new Batman, it's going to be the father-son duo, but it's also, this is one thing he noted, it's going to open up the big screen to the Bat extended family. So, like, your Batgirl, mm. your Nightwing, your... Uh, yeah, they... Yeah. You know, all of them. I mean, if you are bringing in Damien, then you are admitting essentially that all those other robins exist as well because exactly. he's like the fourth one that shows up you got your um nightwing what's his name uh jason nope dick grayson dick grayson jason todd what's the other one nathan fillion nope the one with the bow staff tim drake and then damien yep so he said you know we've only ever gotten batman True. It's time to like get it on the big screen with these other characters. I agree. And the other thing they said to kind of backtrack about like video games and stuff, they're going to have meaningful video games, but over the course of history, we have gotten video games based off of these crazy superhero movies and they all suck. Word. Because they're trying to like carbon copy the movie. Except and, like, for Superman Returns. The movie, the game. The movie, the game. Well, I was going to I was gonna say, wait, that's not true because those Arkham Asylum games like were incredibly well received they were so like gangbusters well no no no. those weren't those were its own thing those were not well yeah that's when they do their own thing they're successful right so what i'm saying is he's creating games that are adding to the dcu oh it's but it's not gonna be which is what star wars is doing with jedi fallen order exactly okay so you know we might get this damian wayne batman story and then we might get a video game of Nightwing, his like origin. It's not gonna. Right. This Batman movie isn't gonna be an origin of Batgirl, of Nightwing, of Tim Drake. It's sure. not gonna be all of them. Sure. It's we're just gonna have them established, and then they'll kind of add to it. Throughout that sounds fun to me. Different media. I'd which, rather play a Nightwing video game than watch another show or t- you know on HBO Max about it. Yeah, I'm down for that. Um. So yeah, the, the new Batman, and then uh, we got. So next, they announced a Lanterns TV show. Mm, that's right. So when I first heard it, I didn't I didn't really care for it um, until I realized what they were doing with it. Um, this is going to be a like true detective show, and it's going to be about the Lanterns, Hal Jordan and John Stewart, and they're almost in like a it's like a space cop type thing where they're going around trying to figure things out investigate you know things across the galaxy like it's honestly kind of like star wars like the jedi each jedi is assigned like a a sector and they're supposed to protect it that's kind of what they're going for with this this show in uh green lanterns but to be honest i don't know much about green lantern i just know ryan reynolds played that role once that's (laughs) literally my only (laughs) knowledge on green lantern but yeah well it's it's cool because it's john stewart and um Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Hal Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cool because it's always been one or the other. I mean Which one's John Stewart? John Stewart is the black one. Oh yeah, that's right. Like from, from the, the original show. animated show. Okay, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. like him way more than Hal Jordan, so I don't feel like I ever gave Hal Jordan a good a chance. Well no. Not even Ryan Reynolds gave him a chance. Ouch. Dang. Somebody once made that shout out to that guy who made a, a really good fake fan trailer for uh the Green Lantern movie once. Yeah. Uh, they they did know about this Lantern show that this show is going to play a really big role in leading into the main storytelling across all the movies. Okay. So that's going to be the show to watch. Cool beans. Uh, but next, they gave us The Authority is their next on the list. I'm interested in this one. Which is a movie based on a team of superheroes with extreme methods of protecting the planet that first originated in the late 1990s under an influential improve known as Wildstorm. Um, basically, this is a hyper-violent Justice League. Ah. so More see, violent than Justice... What were they called in Black Adam? The Justice Society. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, see, when I first read the tag to that, I thought maybe it was like a Watchers type of thing, like the Watchers of the Marvel Universe. This was the DC version, but it sounds like it's basically just a, a different uh, different planet's Justice League, which there's a couple storylines like that in the animated show where they come across another version of the Justice League that are just like way more ruthless and hardcore, and Superman just kills people. Dang. It's like what the Justice League becomes when they just have too much power and they become I got a better idea. How about this? Mm. A movie 
where the Justice League has successfully stopped all the bad things happening in the universe. And everybody just gets along for a while. Dang. Sounds like a great movie. Yeah. Where's Then you got to find the real tension people have, like between each other, relationships. Oh my gosh. You know, there's nothing threatening their lives anymore. It's just about your heart. It's just Batman showing up to like marriage counseling now and like helping couples. Through yeah. Or like, you know, having to really connect with Damien. Like, hey, I wasn't there for you. So now let's kind of work on this. Question. Son. Do you, do you think Pixar's Up is in the DC universe at all? It would be under this new movie. Yeah. I'm thinking of. I agree. Um, <clears throat> what's a fun little fact for you guys? I love fun little facts. The uh, the Superman movie L- Legacy, um, and the Matt Reeves Batman movie mm-hmm. are both coming out in 2025. Wait, the second Dope. Matt Reeves movie isn't coming out till 2025? Yeah. Correct. Oh my gosh! So it's gonna be a big year for DC. They're taking James Cameron's notes, dude. I can't. I won't be around that long, Sean. <laughs> Please do. I'll be busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's going to be a big beer for you. I can't make plans that far ahead. Uh, a birthday's coming up. That's all I'm thinking about. So then when when do they, uh, after that, isn't it the uh, Amazonians show? Yes. Um, what's cool, though, is, and I want to see what you guys think. In 2025, we're getting Matt Reeves Batman Part 2. We're getting Superman Legacy. But on the other side of the coin... Marvel is releasing the King Dynasty movie. Mm. What's gonna? Who does better? Who does better in the box office, Sean? For the year, it's it's Marvel. It's Marvel. But well, are we talking overall? Or are we just talking about these individual movies? I think Superman has a chance to upend King Dynasty simply because Marvel is a little oversaturated and people are getting a little worn out. I think you're right. And there's people that are falling to the wayside of like another, like, oh, this is the next Thanos. Now I got to watch another 17 movies. But everybody wants to see Superman. Yeah. Marvel's at a stage where like you're either with it or you want nothing to do with it. Right. Because it's too much. Just like our viewers, ride or die. Am I right? 99 nerds gang. That's right. (laughs) Good point. Never thought of it like that. (laughs) But yeah, for a clean slate to show up and be like, listen, we got a Batman movie and a Superman movie. How clean will that slate be though by 2025? That's a good question. How many things do I have to have watched to have been caught up at that point? Dang. Well, with the DC stuff, I think they're gonna. I don't like. I feel like the Superman movie will just be like. It'll almost be an introductory movie, even though it's not the first one. I think they'll treat it as such because they know that is where most people will be drawn to for the first time. Well, but think about it like this too. Imagine you've already been invested in the Marvel True. cinematic universe so much so far. True. And now, kind of jumping onto a new thing, you might you you might not have time enough for Marvel's stuff. That's what it's like. Well, I don't know if I want to buy more tickets to more movies that I'm not seeing or, oh, I get HBO Max, but I don't have time to catch up on all these TV shows, all these movies. It's like I'm in college. I've already picked my major. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm majoring in Marvel. You're right. But now I'm minoring in DC. I think some people have picked their major in MCU and then they just found out they have 12 more years of school. Oh, man. And now they're trying to rethink everything. Or they just found out that they're like. One of their friends who graduated with that degree isn't getting a job, and so they're like, well, I better switch now. <laughs> or they saw the episode where She-Hulk has Megan the Stallion in her office, and they're twerking, and oh they say, gosh. "What is this?" A little bit um, of MCU exhaustion, I think, is setting in. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Kang. Well, this Ant-Man movie might—it's going to set the tone. Oh, Sean, riddle me this. Get on your Googleplex. Okay. <laughs> what did the Batman do at the box office? Matt Reeves. Yeah, $770 million. Pretty good. Pretty good. What did... And by pretty good, we're talking about over three quarters of a billion dollars pretty is good. pretty good. So uh, Wakanda forever. That was in the 700s, I remember. 842. Mm. Whoa. I man. hadn't checked it in a while. Uh, oh. Check Superman Returns. Yeah, but there's more people on Earth. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. Man of Steel. There's more people on Earth. Yeah, but... What are you talking about? (laughs) There's more people on Earth. No, Man of Steel. More tickets sold. The three-year-olds aren't going to see it. Aren't they, though? Okay. That's pretty good. I I would say that the next Superman will pass 900. Yeah, there's more people. David, that's... 
You guys, should we start getting into box office bets, like doing like some of that, where people do speculations about the box office and start Absolutely. trying to make some money? Dude, I think it's as all... somebody who doesn't know anything about that, yeah. it's everything's a simulation. And I just dude. pulled that nine hundred number straight out of my. These armpit. guys literally make bets weekend to weekend. Shoot, it's crazy. Dang, they're like, oh yeah, I see Avatar dropping like three <laughs> percent. It's like get a life, man. I think I saw Avatar Way of Water. I'm going to have to be checked on this, but not after our podcast about it dropped, dude. Numbers went straight up. I think Way of Water just hit number four all time. I think you're right. I think that was actually a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think it was like James Cameron officially has three of the, yeah, four highest grossing films. And Gamora is in those. Yeah. She's, uh, she hitched her wagon to the right horses. And Kate (laughs) Winslet is in two of them. Well, she doesn't count. You're right. She was barely in Avatar. Water. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the list. Yeah. They released um, the next series on HBO, Paradise Lost. Mm, okay. What does it mean? So this is a uh, drama set on the all-female island, which is Wonder Woman's birthplace. Correct. Uh, Themyscira. But this is not a Wonder Woman no. project. Uh, yes. This is not Wonder Woman. This is a prequel right. to Wonder Woman. So they said Gal Gadot may come back as Wonder Woman because this first project, really, she's not even involved. This is like before she's even born. It's oh. like the origin story of the origin story of her origin story. Exactly. Um, James okay. Gunn labeled it a Game of Thrones oh style drama. Actually, Dang. that was the funny part about that video for me. I liked how he was like super f- like frank and blunt about a lot of things. Yeah. I'm telling you, he's a man of the people. He, he is. I think I think his plan is going to be great. And I th- he has a uh, history of pulling obscure characters into the fold and having success with them because I didn't even know the Guardians of the Galaxies existed until they made a movie. And that true. was all James now, Gunn. Now there's some of the best characters, and those movies are great. He's probably going to kill off every single one of them in the third one. Do what you got to do. Yeah, just somebody's got to go. Brand new start. Someone's got to die. <laughs> All right, um, Paradise Lost. Good for them. Yeah. So it's <laughs> it's gonna be uh Sean's pumped. Centered around like the politics and oh, yeah. you know the scheming between the different like a political f- figures. Like a and Game of Thrones Phantom Menace crossover, am yeah. I right? Yeah. Trade disputes. Do it. Taxation of trade routes. And then we got Booster Gold. That's right. Which I didn't even know what that was. Booster but Gold. Listening to what the description was i am intrigued it's going to be a tv series it's going to be about a guy mm-hmm. who is a loser mm-hmm. <laughs> um from the future okay yeah. and all he wants is to be somebody right. he wants people to look at him and value him okay and who doesn't who right. wouldn't want that you know yeah. so <laughs> he gets some uh, future technology and right. he comes back to the past right? Um, and basically uses his future knowledge and technology to be a, a hero right. in the past. Right. Um, so it's going to be a show about a loser who just wants some some uh, validation from people. I'm trying to think where I've seen the booster goal content, but I'm, I'm pretty aware of his character. And it's essentially that where like he has no business being a superhero, but he is because mm-hmm. he's got the ability. And uh, yeah, he's a pretty dynamic character. They've been throwing his name around for a while. And it's kind of interesting. It's cool to see they're finally following through with a, pro- uh, a project. I like yeah, me a lovable cool. loser. Yeah. Yeah. That should be a good one. Like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Or Baymax. Or Baymax. <laughs> Not really. Um, and then they announced Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Mm. Um, and this is going to be based off of Tom King's miniseries. We'll have to read it. So I looked up like the basis of his comics. And basically this Superwoman is going to be a uh, like a darker, jaded Superwoman. Um, her whole thing is she was on Krypton when her people got wiped out. She watched everybody she loved get killed in front of her. Um, she was tasked with protecting Clark. Uh, her Krypton name is... I am a princess of Alderaan. <laughs> okay, so her name is going to be Kara Zorel, Um And basically her purpose was to um, go to Earth, protect... 
um, her cousin Clark. And when she shows up, she realizes he doesn't need protection. He's literally the Earth's superhero. Is right. this connected to Superman Legacy? Yes. So it's a sequel to Superman Legacy? It's going to be after, yes. Because uh, I thought he was growing up on Krypton all was well. Nope. It's him growing up on Earth. Oh. Um, but so she's going to be a so hardcore version of... Is an origin story. I guess. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She's going to be a hardcore version of a Supergirl. Um, something Bring we it. haven't seen, so... But she'll be snapping Zod's neck. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> the neck will be snapped. It's and then uh, lastly, on the slate, we got Swamp Thing. See, yeah! See, this no! I know. We're talking. <laughs> I know nothing about, and I have no expectations for what's coming. <laughs> it's basically like scientist turned monster, but it's going to be a horror film. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, to me... It's the epitome of a B movie idea. So let's just do it. Yeah. That's what I say. Put put a $300 million budget into doing a ridiculous <laughs> B movie called Swamp Thing. Heck yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be in the horror. Uh, Bring it, Jameson. Genre. So that's all exciting. And that's it. That's, is, I, is Swamp Thing a villain to anybody in any way? I remember him in like the Batman cartoons. But aren't you thinking of like... Uh, what's he called? He's not like he's not Sandman. He's like Clayman, Mister Clay, or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Clayface. Clayface. That's what it is. Clayface. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know anything about Swamp Thing. I don't either. I don't know a thing about Swamp Thing. It's all just a little murky. Hey, I have a question. Um, in in the uh, <laughs> nice Superman one. Superman Legacy, I must have misunderstood. This is a teenage. Superman or 25. young adult? 25. Okay, so an adult Superman, young adult Superman, on Earth growing up. He is not Superman yet. He grows up in a world that already has superheroes. Yeah. Is he still going to find Lois Lane? Or is this also, or, or is this more focused on like, hey, how does he get into the Justice League? Or how does he get into the, the bigger fight? It's like almost like the Captain Marvel. The super-powered person who kind of right. comes out of left field. Sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. I don't think James Gunn is going to make it into a love interest of Lois. And I think it's going to be more of him becoming the symbol of hope for Earth, not him falling for a human. I just want somebody to say, Superman, yours are the only legs I see. <laughs> what? <laughs> Legacy. Uh, oh, you know what? Now it. that we're talking about it, that actually is one aspect of Henry Cavill Superman. Where it's just like the Boy Scout, the do-gooder, the always positive. Like, Henry's character didn't really have that. And it's mainly because they immediately transitioned into... Snapping Zod's neck. Snapping Zod's neck. And then also the Batman versus Superman. Like, he was kind of like always trying to do the right thing. But I don't know. his couldn't. (laughs) The tone of his character in that movie was a little weird. And even though I love Henry, I... I will admit that I'm a little more excited to see what this Superman's all about. I mean, I kind of wish, I mean, if you think about it, I I just, I kind of want some superheroes to just be Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Right. Like, I just want some people to really be good people. Right. And the conflict doesn't come from their failures and flaws. It comes from doing the right thing sometimes costs you something. Yeah. I like that as a, a hero. Right. Like, you know, Superman's going to save you, but he's also not going to be like Tony Stark flirting with you. Right. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like Spider-Man has that tone to him. Um, Or yeah, or he's not going to like insult you while he beats you up. And really, if if this were to all come out two years ago, I think I'd be totally against it. But you know what really has given me hope for a new character coming in and taking the mantle? Matt Reeves, Batman featuring Robert Pattinson because when they announced that project I was like come on another one are you like why are we doing this and we've said it a hundred times like we walked into that theater you Sean said I just hope they make this worth it yeah like if you're really gonna do this just make it worth it make my day I said and then in my opinion they hit a voice they hit a home run with that movie so I have hope that they're gonna hit a home run with the Superman casting they're gonna hit a home run with the next Batman casting which again like I love Robert Pattinson's but you know what i'm totally down for a new angle on the character and 
for you, I'm sure you'd love to see somebody with a little more muscle. And what's the dynamic with his son? What's oh Damien like? Yeah, Let's I get think, a, a live action Robin that's kicking butt. I think this Batman's going to be more of like a laid back father figure. Not laid back, but more just kind of trying to calm or like uh, instill. He's trying to control Damien. Right. Instill things into his son. He's going to be like Jake Sully. <laughs> right. Where like in all the other Batmans, like he's trying to control himself from becoming something that like, you know, he doesn't want to become. Uh, he's got to bring the reins in on Damien. I hope they don't just go for the Joker as the villain. No, I give me something new. No, um, <clears throat> actually, I was reading in that comic series with Damien Wayne. It is, oh gosh, it's like the pig guy. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, he was in the video game. Um, Batman, pig guy, villain, <laughs> Professor Pig. Nice. <laughs> deranged enemy of Batman that. broadly considered to be amongst his darkest and most disturbing pig is a twisted surgeon obsessed with the myth of Pygmalion and notions of physical perfection due to this he kidnaps Gotham citizens to hor- horrifically transform uh, into his obedient Dolatrons he's also the leader of the Circus of Strange alright Professor Pig uh, maybe they'll go that route David Anything else to add about the DC? Negative? Nope. All right. Well, I'll hit on real quick. I mentioned earlier, I have been moving through my list. Sean, I want to tell you something. Please don't. You told me Andor would be good, and you would turn me into an Andorian. I don't think I said any of those words. You did. I listened to the podcast recently, and I have to agree with you. I am an official Andorian. I got my passport, and it's official, the papers. I'm from Andor. I watched the whole series. I cranked it out. I told you guys I have a list, and darn it, I'm getting through it. Andor was very, very good. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. One thing I noticed was uh, the sets in that movie Mm. were done extremely well. Production design. The production design was next level. Mon Mothma's whole house is just like next level. It's yeah. beautiful. Uh, the prison was done extremely well. Yeah. Just the sets I'm talking about. Uh, and then the last episode, the big crescendo to the season, the whole city shots, the wide shots, the overhead shots of the street where you got Empire versus Citizens, that was all done extremely, extremely well. You know, it's funny you say that because I'm just now remembering, I just recently watched Rogue One again. Mm-hmm. And I realized how when they're on Jeddah, mm-hmm. how claustrophobic everything felt because it's all so tight. Yeah. Like every yeah. tight corridor and the camera never is zoomed out far enough. You don't ever see like big wide street shots like you're talking about. Right. Um, yeah, it was done well. And I, I love the prison storyline. I The only thing that was disappointing, which I understand why they did it, because it kind of like leaves you on the cliffhanger. What's his face can't swim. That's the Andy best Circus. part, though. Andy Circus can't that is swim. The best part. It, I, I, I needed that knife in me. You're just like, they're gonna get out together. That's right. That's it was perfect. And he can't swim. That is the darkest thing and ever, he, and I love it. He doesn't jump, and then he probably gets pushed. I think he gets pushed in, or he just yeah. doesn't make it. I'm thinking the whole time, like, dude, he can, like, there's 80 guys. Just say it out loud. They can help you. No, no. Wasn't about that. I guess not. Can't swim. Can't swim. No more than twelve. <laughs> that, yeah, I really One way out. I really, really enjoyed that storyline. But I will say this: the pacing for me, as someone who binged it, I thought it was fine. Sure. So you were totally right for the week by week, uh, you know, unveiling of these episodes. It's it probably would have been a little bit too slow. But for me to crank through that story, the prison storyline. I liked it a lot. Um, the way I described Andor is what's what's really, really interesting is you see a side of things where you, you know, almost like when you're tightening something down, you're using a ratchet strap to tighten something down your truck, you know, classic manly urge to tighten it down and say, that's not going anywhere. Get a little <laughs> shake. This, this show is the Empire throwing a ratchet strap over the galaxy and just tight, just cranking it. Every episode, they they crank it a little bit more. And then something happens, and they double-time crank it. And you just see them squeezing the citizens of these planets. Mm. And you see them overstepping 
with their power and you see them doing whatever it takes by any means necessary to keep control and then you just see how things start you know you squeeze a bottle too tight and the Mm -hmm. water's gonna squeeze out and that's kind of the beginning of or the end of season one i hope you like pain is you see stuff starting to ooze out of the bottle yeah they can't keep it all in well i'm really glad to hear you say that i feel very much like uh i feel like a dashboard confessional song you made me tune in i had heard so many good things i've heard nothing but good things but it is now off my list. I finished it. And you'll never watch it again. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. Good riddance. Probably not. But uh, you're right. Angie Circus was phenomenal in that storyline. I mean, just the way they... Andrew. The way they structure that prison. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes total sense. It's all a game. It's, you know, it's your table versus those table. And my I'm in control of the room. And it's my room versus those room. And it's our floor against mm. those floors. It really made me reconsider Warzone and Battle Royale. Mm. Yeah. They're just pitting they're they're pitting us against ourselves. That's right. The only thing that was driving me nuts was like the floors in the last episode. The floors were not yet disabled, and all the prisoners are running around with no shoes. And the boots were right there. <laughs> like they escape. And all of the guards' boots are sitting there. And I said out loud five or six times, put the boots on put the boots on. I was just waiting for them to flip the switch. Well, there wouldn't have been enough boots. Well, and I thought I thought the big thing was he uh, he short-circuited the uh their electrical he, system in the he bathroom. He did, but I was just waiting for it to turn back on. It never did. You know, but like okay, all these all these other guys are running around with no boots, but you know, Andy Circus and and Andor are going to throw the boots on and then they're going to be okay. But they faked me out. They ended up being all right in the end. Until Andy Circus couldn't swim. Which, Poor guy. If you put water on that, doesn't that make it worse? It made it worse water. until it short-circuited it. I gotcha. Okay. And then yeah. you said uh, <clears throat> you were all about like the crescendo yeah. of the finale. Yeah. Um, What crescendo? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a chance to talk about Andor. What the heck was that ending? I really liked it. I didn't. I, I either I'm deaf. First of all, deaf. First of all, the score in that last episode was done beautifully because as uh, I'm talking. Okay, yes, the the rebellion, like the, yeah. them all, the speech being hyped up, the and, speech that she gives, and you can just feel the boiling point yes. reaching the top of the the bowl, and it's just starting to overflow. Right, um, and it was just I I understand that part. I'm talking about right after that. What. He runs to Luthen, and yeah, then, there's a big. It's kind of a. It's chaos. What? Yeah. <laughs> well, I was watching it, saying, "Why is he not leaving with his friends? Where the heck is he going?" Yeah, and I guess he's just full on. I mean, you don't have any friends. <laughs> what they're trying to connect is is the speech that his mom gave him, and then the speech that she gave the town after her death with the hologram. I think he's like full on with the rebellion now where he's basically saying like, I can't I, go and you can't stay. Yeah. You know, the only thing about that last episode that was a little bit off for me was you, you guys, uh, you, did you watch the Falcon and the winter soldier? Yeah, no, I didn't. You remember how at the end of that show, uh, the Falcon now captain America gives this like big speech to these leaders about how they failed society and they need to do better. Right. But it just kind of keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> And again, it goes on. It keeps going long enough to a, to a point where it just kind of would. I don't care what he's saying; it would just make everybody. It just starts getting uncomfortable. Sure, that's kind of what I got with that. The the mom's speech, her eulogy, just was like a little bit too long. I could see that, yeah. To the point where you're like, kind of getting bored. Right. <laughs> Do you see? They initially wanted to put an f bomb in there <gasps> in that speech, mm. where she said, "Fight the empire." Yeah, she didn't want to say fight. They don't say that word. In oh my stories. gosh! That was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. It wouldn't make sense. That's true. Um, right. What did I want to say? Oh, I think one of the best things that came out of that show, Luthen's ship, is now my new favorite ship in Star Wars. Oh yeah, that dude's got gadgets on gadgets. Just got lightsabers beaming out the side. Dude, his speech to the spy. Yeah, yeah that was fire. That was pretty okay. I liked Andor. You were, I'm not trying to crap on it, but the finale, I was just like. What I, is going? I really like. That's kind of how I felt. The finale was weird. Yeah, I really like Luthen as a character, but I think him escaping from that tractor beam and messing up those four Tie Fighters—that yeah. was sweet. I thoroughly enjoyed that. 
I was saying out loud, what? 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 Cold-blooded. Got him. Who is this guy? He's got, like, <laughs> he has everything. All the artifacts. He's got all the, all the money and the weapons. Like, he was going to supply Saw Gerrera with the weapons. He sold his soul to be like that, though. And, like, you know what I was saying with Saw Gerrera, where he's kind of like a loose cannon, and he's kind of annoying in, like, the Clone Wars and stuff? I mean, honestly, Luthen is, like, a more heartless version of Saw Gerrera. Like, sure. he's just, like, cutthroat. He doesn't yeah. give a dang. Call it what and you want. I really like the Mon Mothma stuff. I didn't. It, it, I know you I were lost. Work, David. It works all together. Yeah, it's just kind of like too sporadic. Sure. Oh well. Season one. I'm excited for season two. Yeah, I want K2SO to hang out. Heck yeah. I mean, we did get a droid like K2SO. Yeah, choking, choking him, choking him out, sending him to the prison. Yeah, that's no fun. Yeah, that was messed up, the whole thing, because he gets sent for six years, and he literally didn't do anything. Yeah, a single thing wrong. <laughs> Poor guy. It's really messed up, and the heartbreaking part is like, yeah, that's what it would probably be like, wouldn't it? Right, and then it makes total sense. Wrong place, wrong time, six years. Yeah, wrong place, wrong time, off to work for us so we can assemble the Death Star. And then, by the way, you find out you're actually never leaving the prison. Right, you're just slave labor. Yeah. Crazy. You get out, and then they send you right back in. Right. And that was the big uprising, because they find that out. Like, I'd rather die than keep doing this. The very end of the season, the there's an end credit scene where they show the pieces of machinery that the prisoners have been working on. That's all they were doing. It was the exact same thing every single day. And they see, and they show at the end that robots are using those pieces as couplers for a grid that is connected to the Death Star. It is the assembly of the death ray death ray and i thought that shot was sweet yeah very well done yeah it was cool slaving away at their own destruction yeah it's messed up very messed up very dark uh anything else you want to say david you know Um, what i just sent myself something on instagram so i wouldn't forget ubisoft is making a star wars game offer a fully seamless universe. The game will feature a lengthy story driven by a fully customizable character that walks I'll believe it when I see it. Walks a path chosen by the gamer. The game will boast a fully open, seamless universe. Players will be able to jump between systems, land it to space, akin to No Man's Sky. Star Wars version. That's exciting. We will likely have a full reveal of the game sometime this year. Boom. I mean, how about this? I got a better question. Is there a single detail, new detail about Star Wars Eclipse? No. Nope. Isn't that coming out in like 2040? (laughs) Yeah, like, I I mean, I don't care, Ubisoft. You think I care about loading screens? Sean. I just want a game. In 2040. You won't? In 2040, what will the Xbox console be called? Xbox Forever. (laughs) And which PlayStation will we be on? PlayStation Forever. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that'll be really confusing if they did that. All right. Anything else? Cool. Meanwhile, the Nintendo system will be like the Nintendo Splash. (laughs) (laughs) And you can play it in your pool. Yeah. Perfect. Underwater. Oh, my gosh. Actually, uh, we did an escape room last night, me and my family. And I had a a really good idea, which is the idea of I'm like, wow, they should incorporate VR headsets in an escape room. Like, and it could be like, okay, you're in the room, but one player has to wear the VR headset uh, to see parts of the room that other people can't see or something sure. like that. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to cut this from the, the video because I don't want people to steal that idea. Yeah. In case we open up a 99 Nerds escape room. Yeah. We will. Anything else, David? 99 locks. Oh, no. Puzzles. We've got uh, one more podcast and then the next one will be Ant-Man. That's right. Ant-Man coming in hot. We're going to try to get a guest on for next week. David is uh, planning on having massive diarrhea next week. He will not be showing up. It's not true, Austin. And we were going to try to get a guest on. Uh, Maybe we'll dip into the uh, TZ Noah pool. They're always down to to clown. All right. Well, anyway. Make sure to... uh... If you do not like, comment, subscribe, I will poop myself. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Please like, comment, subscribe. Um, we love doing this for you guys. David slaved away at notes today yeah. <laughs> so that he would be fully prepared to talk to us about this. Um, like, subscribe, comment. 
Those are the things that I've already said three times. If you subscribe to this channel, I promise you will see content that is worthwhile. We've got 29 other episodes that we've logged at this point. We're just getting into the groove of things and we're excited for the future and we want you to be a part of it. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and comment what we want the people to comment. Trunks or no trunks on Superman? Dang. Trunks or no trunks? Dragon Ball Z. I don't get the reference. Oh, you're, you don't, you're not familiar with Dragon Ball Z, are you? Not really. Okay, well. Uh, well, let's... Uh... Get out! Okay, well, all right. Uh, do you have a question for the peeps? Uh, Shout out to all the comments we got in the last video. People breaking it down and tearing you apart, Sean. <laughs> or maybe that was a couple episodes ago. Yeah, I don't know. Who would you cast to be Black Superman? Mm. Who, do you, who would you cast for the new Superman? Who'd you cast for the new Batman? I think those are the two biggest questions right now. So I feel like there's a better name than Black Superman, but how old is he supposed to be? The Black Superman? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have no idea. I, I, did, I had heard whispers of that project. I didn't know that that was anything other than an internet uh, rumor. And then meanwhile, the other Superman's in his 20s, and then we're talking about an older uh Batman. You know what? I saw somebody... Ironically, Ben Affleck would probably be perfect for... But. You know what? No, I think it is a somewhat, uh, like, mid-30s Batman. Gosh, I just saw... With a with a teenage son? Yep. I don't know about that. Most likely mid-30s. What? In the comics, he was 43, but it's not 100% based on the comics. That was Why has he got a teenage son? That wasn't from James Gunn. That was from a prominent uh, DC Instagram account. Unfollow that account. Uh, I mean, I've got a five-year-old son. I'm 31. Yeah. You know what I had to do the other day? And in, your, in a few years, your son's going to be a teenage assassin? Dude, don't don't you dare question Oliver's Are abilities. you telling me that when Batman met Talia al Ghul, he was a teenager? Uh, No, he was probably... Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't believe you. That's what I'm saying. No, he, maybe he was 20, 21. And then this Batman is 36. 37. Honestly, throw this whole thing out, James. Dang. Gunderson. <laughs> son, of a, son of a Gunderson. Well, that's going to wrap it up. This has been fun. Uh, we're excited to see that the DC finally has a plan. It has a man in charge that we somewhat trust right now. Hey, I'll say this. I've always been poo-pooing DC. We all have. For like more, more so than any of you. In yeah. fact, I try harder to poo-poo it than you do. And I watched that video with Mr. Gunn and I thought... He's a good boy. Wow. He's a good boy. Let's do this. You know what I'm thinking? So he wants to bring Damian Wayne in. He wants to bring in Batgirl. He probably saw 10 seconds of that Batgirl movie and said, guys, this ain't it. Cut it. Take her out back and kill her. There you go. No, James, we got, like we got this whole movie. It's like already done. I said, <laughs> kill it. <laughs> Dump it. All right. That's going to wrap up episode 30. We love you guys. In Jesus name. Peace. Shaka Baga.